Welcome to 5 Minutes in Church History, hosted by Dr. Stephen Nichols, where we take a little break from the present to go exploring the past. Travel back in time as we look at the people, events, and even the places that have shaped the story of Christianity. This is our story, our family history. Let's get started. All right, have you guessed yet who the Sun King is? Well, it's Louis XIV, the King of France. And in the 1680s, he tore up the Edict of Nantes. Well, what is the Edict of Nantes, and who is this Sun King? Let's get right to it. Louis XIV was born in 1638. He became king just ahead of his fifth birthday and reigned all the way from 1643 until 1715. He was king for 72 years. Actually, 72 years and 110 days. Historians credit Louis XIV with a strong rule that centralized power. He was known as having a military-based approach to foreign policy. And the great French philosopher Voltaire said of him, it is certain that he passionately wanted glory. And Voltaire added, what he really liked was the name he made for himself. Well, this son king at the height of his power in October of 1685 issued what is known as the Edict of Fontainebleau. Now, Fontainebleau is this palace of the French kings. It's about 60 kilometers south and slightly to the east from Paris. It was Louis XIV, the Sun King, who built up Versailles. Before him, it was just a two-story hunting lodge that the kings used when they had their hunting times in the fields of Paris. Louis XIV built it into Versailles. And while it was being built, he would travel down to Fontainebleau. And there he would conduct his hunts and entertain his guests. And there he signed this edict. This edict in 1685 reversed and revoked the Edict of Nantes. Now, we pronounce it Nantes. It's spelled N-A-N-T-E-S. This was from a century ago, back at the end of the 16th century in the Reformation. The Edict of Nantes gave religious freedom to the Huguenots. These were the Protestants, the Reformation Christians, the Calvinists in France. And in this Catholic nation of France, these Huguenots could build churches and have measures of religious freedom. And Louis XIV took that all away. It started before the Edict of Fontainebleau. In 1681, he established the Dragonades. These were military units deployed to harass the Huguenots. They were billeted in the homes of the Huguenots, and they committed terrible acts, and they would steal from the Huguenots and destroy them, and it was an attempt to harass them and get them out of the land or an attempt to get them to convert to Catholicism. And after four years of that, Louis XIV simply stripped them, the Huguenots, of their political and legal rights. Well, the year that the Edict of Fontainebleau went into effect, a number of these Huguenots fled. Some historians estimate that hundreds of thousands of them fled. They went to the Netherlands. They went to England. They went to other places in Europe. Some of them even made their way to New France in the New World in America. In that same year, in 1685, an artist in Amsterdam created a broadside chronicling the persecution 
of the Huguenots, and also picturing how Amsterdam welcomed them into their homes. It shows them being beaten. It shows their homes being rampaged. It shows them literally powerless beside these armor-clad and outfitted with weapons, dragonades. And yet, for all of the Sun King's attempts to wipe out the Huguenots, they survived. So that's the Sun King, Louis XIV, and the Edict of Fontainebleau from 1685. And I'm Steve Nichols, and thanks for joining us for 5 Minutes in Church History. For more information or to listen to past episodes, please visit 5minutesinchurchhistory.com.